Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in a cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the Wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every Nars? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 of a cannon, shoot him out of a cannon, shoot him out of a cannon, shoot him out of a cannon. Head cannon. Head Welcome cannon. to Head Cannon. Head Tonight we have a very special guest. And it's just Is me it and me? it's just me and Brett. <laughs> we decided, fuck it. We don't need it. We don't need no guest. We don't need no stinking guests. We don't need no stinking guests, man. Yeah. Uh no, so we this was kind of a last minute thing. We weren't we didn't record last week because I was on vacation. I took a week off work and was doing a bunch of shit yeah. last week. And then we didn't record we weren't going to record this week. It was it Kara's birthday on Monday, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Happy birthday, Kara. Happy belated birthday. Happy birthday to Kara. Yeah. <laughs> this is the it's the birthday season in my house. Oh yeah. Yeah, so like starts off with Miles in July and then Scarlet was born a day before Kara's birthday. Okay, nice. Yeah, so it's like Scarlet on the 7th, Kara on the 8th, and then I'll have mine on the September 8th. So like this past, so like we, I mean the weekends, the past couple weekends have been fun, but like, it's like, that's what we do. It's like, okay, (laughs) what do you want to do for your birthday? You know, I think you do something similar in your house. Like you make the decisions and you get to say where we go to eat, things like that. And we went, Scarlet is has turned nine and she her favorite food is sushi oh nice which is awesome yeah yeah so we always get like like um like interested looks from like waiter waiters or waitresses when we go get sushi you know right it's like oh that's for her well she wanted to go to kabuto which is a hibachi place okay in greenwood yeah i think we've been before you've you've been to hibachi restaurants yeah right you know the drill um and uh, so if you haven't been, they make the food at the table like on a, on a stove, and they they do all these tricks, and they're flipping the spatulas around and clanking things, and then right. they cook the dinner right in front of you. And they're funny; they try to be funny. We, we my family knows the routine; like we know every beat of this routine. We've been a few, you know, quite a few. <laughs> right. different you get times. the you get the onion volcano, the shrimp in the pocket, all the all the classic moves. Yeah, so that's what we're expecting. We sit down, and okay, so. Just to better explain, like, this place, Kabuto, like, one time we went, and one guy's guy's gimmick was the Indy 500. So your chef wheels the cart out with all the food on it that he's he or she is going to prepare. Uh-huh. And this guy, he holds up his cell phone, and it's got, like, engines roaring. Like, 
He's like, hello, hello, you know, and it's race time. Nice. And that's like his, that's the only part of the gimmick that, that he does. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's not one thing, yeah. And then like, and then the guy like flips around and does all the great tricks. And it's funny and great. This time we went was a little different, oh. and it made it so much better. Okay, nice. Imagine if your chef like just hated his himself, <laughs> hated his life. And would rather be anywhere else but at work that day. That was the person we got, and it was better. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So, so like, just like stone cold face, you know, didn't make any smile. Just like walked up to push the cart up, turned to every person at the table, and was like, "Chicken, chicken, steak, chicken, shrimp, chick." You know, just very like solemnly, like checking our order, mm-hmm. and and he starts to cook. No, like, hello, nothing. And at first it was like, eh, whatever. You know, Scarlett got her sushi delivered. I got my sushi delivered. We're watching this guy just kind of quietly cook. And then it comes time to maybe do a trick. Okay. And he takes, like, a piece of zucchini. And he has, like, a whole lot of trouble cutting, like, a little kid piece off the zucchini. And at one point he just goes, hi-ya. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two kids at the table, It's it, and they're both mine. There's Miles and there's Scarlet. Right. And he takes two pieces. He takes like about, cuts about like four little pieces and then just like wings it at their faces. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then that's it. He doesn't like, because normally they go around the, the table and they like flick it at people, you know, and they try yeah. to catch it in the mouth. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and so the whole thing was like, whatever. At that point, like the kids know the routine. They're, we're, t- we're all talking. So it's, it's, you know, it doesn't matter to them. Right. But then the guy did, the guy did something that I've never seen before and was so fucking funny and amazing. He, he slices the onion into the rings. Uh-huh. He builds the volcano, like you said. Right. He pours the liquid in, takes out a Bic lighter, all right, and he lights it up. And normally what happens is, normally they'll like go, ooh, like the chef will, or they'll clang the spatula on the table. Right. And then with the other spatula, push it along as though it's like a, he'll go, choo-choo, choo-choo, you know? <laughs> This guy, this guy, he lit the, he lit the liquid. It starts to, you know, like do its thing. And then he, he steps back and he leans against the wall like this. <laughs> what, just like waiting for it to go out? <laughs> he leaned against the wall. His eyes looked up as if disinterested in his life and everything that he does. And just crossed his arms and waited for it to stop steaming. <laughs> that's dude that's such a better theme that like it was so much better that's a, such a better theme than like race cars <laughs> yeah it was so much better he was so angry just like detached ennui Detail. chef like much better word yeah oh it was great yeah <laughs> damn i love it that's hilarious <laughs> i mean he cooked a good meal too like it's not like he did a bad job at that there was just like all the there's just none of the pageantry right <laughs> you think like funny. maybe he was like a hibachi chef and like one of one of like las vegas's fanciest casinos or something and now like this is what his life's come to and he's like uh I'm, yeah. I, you don't know where i've been i, I used to yeah. be somebody i used to be a contender <laughs> his memory is just like of cutting up the zucchini and flicking it into strippers vaginas like <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's oh man, the life that passed him by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has no, he has no joy anymore. 
<laughs> oh shit. I love it. I also like the idea of like a, a hibachi grill where it's like everyone like has their own theme, but it's like a really big theme. Like, you know, the the race car guy is like decked out in like stripes and shit, and then you have like I don't even know, like a wrestling guy with a luchador mask or something, and he like body slams the you know, slams the meat yeah. onto the grill or and like, then the counter the counter would be like the ring. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like the turnbuckles. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. He like plays what a with weird the weird mix, like the notch the, the Libre and then yeah, and then and, and the Asian guy. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well I was just thinking like every possible like any theme you could think of, like uh yeah, they just have like every hibachi chef has their own unique theme. We rented Scarlett is having a birthday party this weekend, and we we rented a um a party room at a movie theater. Oh, nice! It was just fifty. It was fifty dollars for like a few hours, and then um we bought it's like a discounted movie ticket per kid. Nice. So will it just be like your party in this theater watching what? What's the what movie? No. Um, DC Super Pets. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. No. Yeah, it looked kind of good. It looked pretty good. I mean, the kids, will, they'll, they'll love it. Yeah, for sure. Nice. So, like, you meet at the party room, and then you go watch the movie, and you come back and cut the cake and stuff. And you go back. and That's like what she wanted to do. And in, in the party room, they're like, and in the party room, you get your complimentary hibachi chef, and it's, like, the same guy. <laughs> the same guy. We put a party hat on him. He's just like, he just, but he stands there and lets you. He's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's very passive. He just, just lets things happen to him. <laughs> he's, he worked in Vegas for 20 years doing right. this. Right. Yeah, yep. this is this is nothing to him. <laughs> People were snorting coke like off the side of the of the table. All right. Yeah, actually, that's what he would pack in the onion. Like he would he would like put the liquid down and then pack it full of cocaine, so it would just shoot cocaine out of the volcano. <laughs> Sounds awesome. I think. I don't know. I've never done cocaine. But I'd imagine if you were the kind of person that would and you were in Vegas, that would be amazing. That would be the. <laughs> oh, man. I love this guy. <laughs> yeah, I love this guy, too. <laughs> I'm going to go back for my birthday now. Right, yeah. Request him. <laughs> nice. No, we were. Um... So we talking. So we we really just decided to do this like yesterday because we, we yeah. were like, yeah, we may as well record this week. So we. Uh... And then I knew. I when did you watch the movie? I watched it late last night. Okay. So and I and I think somebody had posted something on Facebook, and I saw that you had watched it, which was why I. Amber Snyder. Oh, is that who it was? Okay, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Former guest yeah. or future guest has her. Yeah, her episodes aired. Yeah. So yeah, Amber Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that well, you. I've since, I've since really liked seeing her Facebook posts. She's she's very funny and, and nice. Yeah. No, she's great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but no, so I saw that you had seen this movie, and I was like, well, this would be, and everybody's kind of talking about it right now, so I figured that, yeah. um, so we're going to talk about 2022's Prey, just came out on Hulu, yes. uh, of the Predator franchise, and, uh, and I figured, yeah, you know, people are talking about it, maybe, you know, we'll get twice as many listeners and have, like, 20 people listen to this episode, but. <laughs> and so, are you a fan of the franchise? Uh, yeah, I am. I, I always enjoyed, like, I really liked the first one. I've seen it a number of times. Um, I know that I liked the second one as a kid with Danny Glover. And then I've watched all of them when they came out. Like, what was the third one? Uh, Predators. I think it was Predators, which I, I enjoyed that one too. And then the last one in 2018, The Predator. That, that was a little hard. I, it was, I, I was like halfway through it. I was like, I'm just kind of bored, like, of this one. Okay. But, uh. So yeah, I well, that's good then because 
I watched today. I've got um, I've got five minutes left on it. I just didn't have time to finish it with dinner. But I watched The Predators, oh, the 2010 one, okay, with Adrian nice. Brody, and it's I, I like it. And you know what it did? I saw it after I saw Prey, which I saw yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Um, no, I saw it on Monday. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to see it, and um, I, I I never really was into the Predator franchise. I remember seeing like you like you the first and second when I was a kid and loving it. Yeah, because it was like awesome. Especially the second one, I think played on cable a lot. Yeah, for sure. In the sweet spot when I was watching TV. Um, and I thought the Predators really helped me understand Prey. Oh, really? Yes, because I I just didn't know much about. I love Prey, uh-huh. and then I decided to watch this one, and it really set it up because you find out in Prey. If you don't mind, is it okay that we're talking about Predators a little bit? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So, so they really dive into the whole like um, I guess the the movie does the mythos of. Of the predator, right? Yeah, and what they do, and and you, you you find out like they've been doing this a very long time. Like the predators have been coming to Earth or other planets, and and challenging like the top of the food chain. Yeah, right. And so in predators, it's uh, there's there's a couple things like they meet up with like Lawrence Fishburne at some point, who's like a crazy man. Yeah, <laughs> and there's and so in that movie they've plucked these terrible people and put them on a on a planet to be hunted by the predator predator sorry but they go they, they meet Lawrence Fishburne and they they see some of his weapons there's like a guy who's like in the army a guy who's like in the uh, RAF from Africa okay um and then there's like a yakuza okay yeah and this yakuza guy like he's rummaging around and like in um, Lawrence Fishburne's like shack and he finds like a freaking samurai sword and he goes like this is old this is really really old as though like they had been plucking samurai even at, you <laughs> right. know, from feudal Japan and plopping them on this island to fight them yeah <laughs> crap like that and by the way I knew right away I was like man that, that I was like that dude's a Yakuza and he never talks until the middle of the movie but like, that guy's a Yakuza and there's gonna be a badass scene when there's an alien he's gonna take his shirt off and reveal this fucking badass tattoo yeah was it, it was, was it a dragon tattoo it was I don't know it was dark and it was just like his entire back was yeah it was like dragon stuff and like what you would expect on the back of like an insane Yakuza man right yeah it was cool nice that's like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. There was another thing that we'll talk about later. Okay, yeah, no, and I saw. I remember seeing that movie when it came out, and I, I liked it. Um, and but yeah, I don't know that any movie has quite been as good as the first one, because because the first one's like the classic. You've got Schwarzenegger versus the the Predator in the jungle, and then I like the second one. They kind of like take it to a city urban setting, you know. Yes. And and then well, with, the first one has that meme. There's a meme of like the the two dudes like 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 not necessarily high fiving but gr- like holding each other's fists or whatever yeah like, like flexing their biceps the flexing bicep like like high five mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah him and uh, Carl Weathers yeah <laughs> is that who that is okay yeah yeah, yeah. that's right but uh but no then yeah the third one is like instead of coming to Earth they pluck a bunch of humans like you said and they take them to another planet. Um, to be hunted there. And then the, I honestly don't remember a lot of the fourth one. I don't even know if I finished it. I think I just got kind of bored, uh, which is cause I really wanted to like it. It's got like Tom Jane in it and, uh, 
Keegan Michael Key. I really wanted to like the last one, but I, I just it wasn't great. Oh, but. I just remembered one more thing that, that of Predators that helped me watch or helped me appreciate Prey. Yeah, was that in, Pred- in Predators they explained that like, okay, every season they they bring some more humans down on the planet and three Predators attack them. Mm-hmm. If ever they they attack and kill a predator, the predators remember that, and then the next season they they um, assimilate not assimilate they, they evolve and have better weapons to to counteract that sort of um, uh, flaw in, in in their fighting thing, right? Right. And that that made me that made me realize like, oh, okay, because in prey they dial down the predator a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does see, yeah, I think they call, I've heard him called, like, the feral predator, or, because instead of, like, a metal mask, he's got, like, a bone skull mask. Um, yeah. And somebody even said they thought they thought it might be, like, a predator skull, like, taken from, or not a predator, I'm sorry, from an alien, from the Alien franchise. Um, okay. You know, because there's nice. been that, that, they did those, they did two movies that was Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember. Yes, I read some, it mentioned, like, some other, like, alien, like, lower animal or whatever it could have been even oh okay okay yeah yeah so yeah it was cool and i also know one thing i liked about this movie was that like it seemed to let me see what i have in my notes here but it really seemed to like try to match whatever weapon they were using like if they were using a spear like it was using a spear and then once they shot an arrow then it started shooting arrows and, oh yeah, and and even down to like, uh, oh, when like the French guys kind of caught it in a net, then after that it like used a net on them, which was really cool. It like the net constricted and just like diced the guy up, right? Dude, that was insane. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, the kills in this movie are are, are nuts. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no, like it seemed like the predator was like escalating like what like when it was fighting the bear it was just like hand-to-hand combat and then but but it seemed to like escalate its weaponry based to like mirror whatever it was being challenged with you know what i mean a fair fight yeah like yeah exactly yeah i mean if you're gonna come down in a spaceship surrely you have like energy weapons and like (laughs) that's the thing yeah. yeah so then that's why yeah it did make me wonder for like the later movies when it's fighting like military guys with machine guns and fucking schwarzenegger and and carl weathers and jesse ventura if like that then you see it using like laser so i think it's like a it's a couple hundred years later and they've progressed technologically a little bit maybe but also i think there's something like maybe with their code of honor to just matching like whatever it is you're hunting kind of trying to match that on as equal a playing field as possible, you know? That's true, because in Predators 2010, they drop them on the planet and they have their guns. Mm-hmm. They have, like, the, the whatever guns that they were using at the time, they got to keep those. Yeah. Or match the Predators with their guns. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that just seemed to be kind of what they were doing. And I, I like all the... Because uh, you can, like, even see them, like, going through the the food chain like when they watch the the predator or i'm sorry the the rabbit or what oh no it's a mouse there's like an ant crawling and then a mouse grabs it and then a snake eats the mouse yes. and then the and then the predator like stabs the snake and then it's like okay okay the, the snake is the apex predator at this level yeah. 
what else do we have? Snake, not good foe. Yes. No, no. Yeah, easy. Easy to destroy. <laughs> I, I waste a lot of gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I came here for a fucking snake. God damn it. <laughs> Too many motherfucking snakes on this yes. motherfucking planet. <laughs> but, so, but so then you get the uh, the wolf chasing yeah. the rabbit. And so, like, and the wolf is a little bit more of a threat for the predator, um, more than a snake anyway, but still not a huge threat. And then the la- then you finally, like, get the battle with the bear, which is, is cool as fuck when it's fighting that bear, you know? Oh, definitely. Like, just, like, the physics alone of, like, the weight of the bear against the predator was, like, really cool. Yeah. And then you get that shot of him, like, holding the carcass up as it's like pouring blood onto his like invisibility cloak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that is a, yeah, that's a, that's a great shot. And especially, I really like that you see, like you're watching it from the perspective of, of Naru, Naru, however you pronounce her name, the main character. Cause she's, she's in that dam and you're like kind of peeking from her point of view, watching like the predator fight this bear. Yeah. You know? Oh Yeah. Yeah, it was badass. I really like that scene I like yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then, like, she breaks out of, like, the beaver den or dam, and the predator just sort of lets her go. Yeah. And I read somewhere, like, in a comment on a YouTube, a comments, I think, someone said that, like, oh, that's, that's just because the predator doesn't recognize her yet as, like, a threat or, like, as, uh, like, the top of the food chain person. Right. Know? Yeah, it's not a challenge. Like, it would rather have her brother. Yeah. One well, and it, and it even like and you see that when she gets her foot caught in the bear trap, like the predator basically walks up to her and picks up the chain and is like, "Oh, she's caught. She's not she's not worth hunting cuz she's That's caught right. in a trap." And then the same thing when she and her brother are tied to that tree, the predator's like attacking all the French guys, but it doesn't care yeah. about them cuz they're tri- they're tied to a tree. Like what are they going to do, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the French guy fight was pretty crazy too. Yeah, the guy that gets his head cut off, like against, he's like against a tree, and the predator like unsheaths his shield. I think. And yeah. It not only cuts through his neck, but like also cut. chops the tree down. Yeah. Well, no, and there's that cool shot where you're like you're behind the tree, and the yeah. top of the tree falls away. And you you can't even really see the person that's been decapitated, but then there's like a spurt of blood from the other side of the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is like, and I I get like people watching slasher movies and like uh, you know Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street and like watching it for the kills and being like, oh, it was so cool the way that guy was killed. Um, yeah, which is never something I've sought out in horror movies, but I right. have to say like. Watching the the predator just like just just go through people in this movie was it was a lot of fun, you know. Yeah, there was like a funny moment in the French fight where the the, the predator is fighting somebody, and then you just hear like like six muskets go off, and yeah. like they go pum, 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 and they hit him in the back. Yeah, and then it's this is the best technology thing is that the predator turns around and the dudes are then like. Oh shit! Because then they have to reload, <laughs> reload? the musket. Yeah, dude, I like, I love that. Yeah, they're like pouring the gunpowder down and try. Yeah, I fucking yeah, dude. I loved, I loved that part. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, and then there was that like weird weapon, like that landmine he, he set down. Yeah, 
and like the, the little drones came out and I was like, this is a little too silly. Like, why would it be so slow? Is it just going to like shoot out little bullets? And then there's like a pan up and it's like from above down below and it's showing the tree line and everything. And then just like everything just like explodes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, okay. It was giving the predator time to like head out. Yeah, and I almost felt at that point the Predator was like, okay, I'm fucking done with these French guys. Like, I'm I'm over this, you know? (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, that almost just felt like, okay, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. I did a little digging about, because that one dude, I forget the name on the side of the the, the pistol. Oh, wait, I wrote it down. Hold on. Yeah, good. Raphael Andalini. Yeah, okay. And that that's from a comic, I think. Yeah. Where it was like a pirate issue of the Predator. And then it shows up in the second Predator movie. It's given to Danny Glover or something like that. Yeah. Which suggests that there's another movie before Arnold's movie, right? That in between like after Prey is then is then this other movie I feel where the gun needs to be taken from the tribe. Yeah. And then given to Danny Glover later. Well, yeah, and I think it was yeah, it was a prequel comic that okay. that came out at around the same time as Predator 2, which was that was that was what what was cool about Predator 2 was at the end Danny Glover killed the Predator and and all these other predators came out and they were like, "Oh, you're the greater hunter." And they like they gave him the gun as like a token, as like a trophy. They were like, "Here you go." And yeah, that the comic was called Predator 1718. And this movie actually takes place in 1719. So I think that comic book even takes place before this movie. Wow. Um, and that character, Raphael Andalini, I think that's the translator. The guy who was like trying to talk to her and she was like working on his leg, right? Um, yeah. I think that's that guy is Raphael Andalini. And so, yeah, something somehow between this movie and Predator 2, the Predators regained possession of that gun i i don't think it's explained anywhere um but that would be like a random coincidence too it's like the same elders and they're like oh this fucking gun again yeah <laughs> yeah right god damn we get it. yeah unless the only th- we unless, can't even give this thing away right unless unless they do a sequel where because oh i didn't even notice this until i was reading something afterwards but i guess in the end credits yeah. Did you notice that? I didn't notice it when I was oh, watching it. I read it. I re- and then I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. so it's like going through the story of Prey with like kind of cave drawing, so like very, you know, simple drawings. And at the very end, it goes past the point where she comes back to the camp with the Predator's head and like three Predator spaceships come out of the sky, kind of like leaving it open to a sequel, right? Yeah. So I almost wonder if, there's not uh, like a, a, something to be explored in a sequel where the predators like regain possession of this gun to give to Danny Glover later, you know? Right. This is such a weird like token. Like, why would they? Or why would it be so? I'm not. I'm not saying it's not important, but like, why do you think? Why would it be important? Yeah, I don't know. Unless maybe she like. Maybe she... like did something happen in the comic that was of like great importance? Where? Well, in I think in the comic book they just that guy was a former pi- pirate, and yeah. somehow they like oh man what I read some I read about the comic I haven't read the comic but it's like this guy 
is betrayed. Oh, because he's a pirate and all the other pirates want to attack and loot this church. And he's like, no, this isn't right. Like, I know we're pirates, but come on, guys. Like, this is going too far. So, like, all these other pirates are basically just going to kill him. And so the predators swoop in and kind of save him. They kill everybody else. They kill all the other pirates. Because he's the prey. Because Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, he's not a threat to them. And then so I don't know if he gives them the gun at that point or they take the gun. I don't know why why they get possession of the gun at I that remember. point. I know why. why is I, that? Think he's, I think he actually does fight a predator and okay. it wins. And his last dying wish is like, take it. And he, he awards... Maybe that's why it's of great importance to him because it was a token of like a from a foe of a great that warrior, was like really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and I don't know if that lines up exactly with what we see in Prey, but they might have been like, yeah, we're not exactly going to follow the comic book. You know, we're not going to worry about that reality. We're just going to kind of do our own right. thing. Um, yeah, but I I could see like if they do do direct sequels to this, maybe they come back and and. Uh, you know, they, they fight her and revere her as a warrior. And either uh, her character, Naru, either she's defeated and they take the gun, or maybe she keeps winning and she gives them the gun. Yeah. But, so you know, I could see a sequel where they come into possession of the gun for some reason to give it to Danny Glover, like, you know, 200 years later. You know, I think, I think the caveman drawing thing is a cool idea, but I know they would feel like it was a ripoff, but... It would be cool if they had like a Marvel universe like little cutscene after the credits. Right. Yeah. It would be neat. Either them going back to the tribe or another, or even just like okay, now we'll make one about about um, I don't know, like Australia with like all when when, they, when all the prisoners were sent over there or whatever, you know, or yeah. something. Something like no, that, well, that, and, and I heard somebody say that, like, they were like, dude, if they just made a Predator movie every few years where it's like, now you drop a Predator in feudal Japan, now you yeah. drop a Predator in fucking, like, medieval Europe, now you drop a yeah. Predator in, like, ancient Egypt, like, uh, yeah. I would, that would be great, I would love that, you know, I'd watch the shit Me out too. of every one of those movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt, I mean, unless they're, like, trying to get, you know, like, um, a star, like Nuru. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, what's and that, that would be a big draw, I think, with ticket sales probably that's probably that might be why. But yeah. I like the idea of going just just like Bill and Tedding it, you know? Yeah, good, yeah. Well and especially this the actress Amber Mid Thunder. I think like yeah. everybody's Ooh. praising her performance. I mean she's she's incredible in this, you know. Yeah, so. absolutely. But the hatchet with the rope attached to it. I yeah. never had that's a they did that so well with like the CGI of like her throwing that thing and then like whipping it back into her hand. Yeah. Like, that was fantastic. Yeah. Which I, I, I think that was one of those things like, you know, I think, and one thing, one cool thing about the movie was like how a lot of people involved were like first nation, like native Americans yes. and, and, uh, you know, apparently a lot of like the Comanche, uh, way of life and, and a lot of that stuff was pretty accurate. You know, um, yeah. But I think and did they dub it in in Comanche at some point, I, or did the actors do it all over again in the native language? I I think I, couldn't the, understand. I believe the actors also dubbed it in Comanche. So I think if you want, you can go watch the movie in Comanche with, with English subtitles. And I think that would be a cool way to watch it. Yeah, it would. Be, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, and the and the because 
yeah, because like you get the French guys speaking French, and then the the Native Americans are speaking English, and that's like, I mean, I get it, you know, because the movie's made primarily for Eng- like with the understanding that yeah. the primary audience is English speakers, right? Yeah. But yeah, it took me out of it at the beginning, and then I got I got used to it real quick. Yeah, but like, yeah. and it pulled me out whenever she's like speaking a few words in Comanche, and I was like, mm, she wouldn't say that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree, but I I mean I think it was okay. it was cool how they did it, and they you know they used actors who were you know First Nations people, and yeah, I thought I, all that part was great, but I do think like just some of the liberties they took with how vicious. Well, when he first said lion, I was thinking like African plains, like full mane. Yes. I was like, wait a minute, a a lion? What's a lion doing in the in the, in the Amer-? And then I was like, oh, like a mountain lion. Okay, I get it. Lion. But yeah. then I th- I think the you know, whatever it was, it was like movie vibes where it was like they're fighting the the mountain lion in a tree, and and even the bear to some extent. But but I do think the like the hatchet on the rope was a cool example of like adaptation and evolution, and just becoming like becoming the apex predator in the food chain through adaptation. Which I kind of think was what was going on with her and with the predator, you know, is is kind of showing that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, and yeah, exactly. Her adaptation because she's not very good in the beginning with like her fighting skills or whatever. Like, and they they show that you know she's like they show her throwing the tomahawk like like badass like yeah. in the tree trunk every time, and then she's missing the rabbits, you know. Yeah. She's just like whipping it past the rabbits, and then she's adapting. Then she's like, okay. I, I can expel less energy if I just have it on this rope. And then she's like, oh, this is crazy. I can do all this insane stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, and then immediately after she puts the hatchet on a rope, she's got like a full, like a bunch of rabbits on her back, right? She's got a bunch of rabbits. Yeah, exactly. She goes back to the fire and, and she... comes in handy when she falls in the mud. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, and I heard, I read that like, oh, that would, they thought, people thought that that was going to be her doing the Schwarzenegger thing that's, covered in mud. That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be that, yeah. I've forgotten about it. I didn't think about that, yeah. Yeah. So, well, and it's cool that how... Cool. Cause, because but, the, but the pre- way they did handle that was even better. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. With Oh, no, I was just going to say yeah, that. Be, because the, the Predator, like, sees in, like, heat vision, right? And the way Predator... The way Arnold Schwarzenegger beat the Predator was to cover himself in mud to lower his body temperature and i thought it was, i thought the exact same thing when she fell in the quicksand i was like oh this is how she's going to regulate her body temperature but then it kind of flips that and they have this medicine this like orange flower that they ingest that lowers their body temperature and that's what she ends up using to yeah. lower her and the quicksand the way that that pays off is it becomes a trap for the predator and ultimately how she beats him at the end right she gets him stuck in the quicksand so when she she's got his yeah. his helmet yeah, exactly. his helmet set up yeah so no yeah this helmet has a tracking a tracking mechanism yeah and there was that cool that cool arrow thing out of his arm was neat because like the arrow like hovered over it before he like snapped it in place yeah it was like this cool almost like the idea of like you know you could have levitating cars if like all of the if you put like a magnet underneath a car and then had the polar opposite right. the road. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was tons of cool shit. And the, just one thing I wanted to mention that's like kind of unrelated, but I just heard this recently about 
the brown bear made me think of this was that uh, the word bear, like in old English, I guess just means brown one. And like the word that our, our European ancestors would have had for brown bear is probably something more like closer to Arctic, like Yarctic or whatever, because the Arctic takes its name from the constellation Ursa major and Ursa minor, I guess. Um, so I guess that's really the root word for bear. So the thought is that the, the old English word for bear is something closer to like Yarctic, but people were so scared of bears. They were scared to even say the name because they thought it would like summon a bear to like come and tear you apart. So instead of, instead of their word for bear, Yarctic, they would just say the brown one, the, you know, the brown animal. Which I guess okay. that that word is closer to bear. So our our modern word for bear, which is bear, tr- cl- goes back to brown one, which is people. Be- it's like fucking Voldemort, you know. Like people are like, oh, don't say the name, or which I don't. I just thought that That's was really cool. interesting. <laughs> and that is a vicious, vicious animal. Yeah, I mean, people. Oh man. <laughs> Like, I've seen some videos, like, on YouTube of, like, one, like, stalking somebody. Or, yeah. like, and they're, like, on a trail, and they're just, like, yelling at the bear, trying to be, you know, act big. Yeah. And eventually the bear goes away. But then I saw another one of a, of a guy on, like, a mountain bike. A guy on a mountain bike, whiz, like, whizzes past a bear, and then he's looking back. He's got his GoPro on. And, I mean, that thing is just booking it towards him. <laughs> yeah. Like, this, gaming on. Yeah, but they're so huge, and they're so fast, like. You know, yeah, goddamn. I've, I've seen some of those videos where they just like happen to walk through a bear's territory where it has its kids, you know. So then the bear's like, you know, the bear feels th- threatened. So the bear's like, what do you get out of here or I'll have, I'll fuck you up, you know. But oh, yeah. And I bet, I bet if you had one of those things standing over you, I bet your brain would like unlock something that like hasn't been around for centuries where it's just like your brain turns off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you see it, it's like hovering right over your face. I bet your brain just like unlocks something that's just like, here you go. Here you go, body here. You're not going to feel this. Yeah. I bet, I bet my brain would unlock and I bet my anal sphincter would also unlock. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Mine too. Yes. Shit. My pants. Oh yeah. dude, that's the worst. Yeah. Well, no. And it's weird to think about how like, <laughs> How we just don't even consider, like, I'm, I'm not scared of bears. Like, I'm never going to, I'm not going to run into a bear, like, in any time during my life, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. And, ju- and just, like, the the fact of life being, like, going to get food, would, like, could mean your death, you know? Like, yeah, that's just a yeah. Yeah, different way of life, you know? Yeah, and, like, you, and like I remember explaining, like, the city, like, just, like, civilization to students in the past, like middle school students and saying like how hard it would be to like be attacked by a bear just sitting here in the, in the school, you know, like the bear has to come out of the woods. It's got to cross streets, you know, it's got to go through, it could go around houses and stuff, get through the door, bust through things and finally get to you. It's like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like in the past, you know, you could be sitting in your freaking log cabin (laughs) <laughs> and the right. thing just busts through the wall <laughs> <laughs> ah, like the fucking kool-aid man it's like ah, oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> when i think and that's you know yeah that's the uh the unfortunate and i don't know that there needs to be a trade-off that's a whole other conversation but i i sure. think like 
you know, it's been pretty well established that the amount of work we do per calorie, like our calorie burned and time expended for calorie received is way out of like people nowadays work much harder, much longer just to survive than people did in the past. Like people like hunting and gathering, it just didn't take as much time or effort as we expend now, you know, they, they weren't working eight, 10, 12 hour days just to get some food. Yeah. So there's that. So we work a lot harder now and a lot longer. And I think there are all kind of like, I don't think we have to, I think there are free, like capitalism and, and exploitation of workers. Like there are ways we could reduce that and make it better. But part of civilization is like working harder than we did in the past. But you do have that safety of like, you don't have bears crashing through your wall and like you have access to like better medicine and shit. If you do get sick or something does go wrong, you know, so yeah, it's like, like a, it's like a trait, like your life isn't as like free and relaxing, but it offers you some more protection. I guess is a very simplistic yeah. way to say it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I bet like a part of me wants to like go, like go hunting or like, look for some berries or something you know that sounds cool yeah but also part of me is like i like food that's got sauces on it right you know? <laughs> right yeah <laughs> oh which is reminded me um the uh in the movie in prey like the the like the hunters like i was thinking about like when i was a kid like 12 or 13 in school like there were other kids in my class that would that were like a total different animal than me, right? I'm talking about like the athletes, right? And it was funny how like I remember them like they just lived and breathed basketball, right? Because we're from Indiana, uh-huh. and these kids they would just that was all they did all day, all day long. That's all they thought about playing basketball. You know, like their fa- they talk about their their favorite players and like and, and how they shoot the ball and stuff like that. And that was similar to how I felt about the Warriors in the movie, like. I think about it like if you were if you were not a warrior but a hunter in an Indian tribe, you would just think about that like all the time. Like that was your basketball. Yeah. You're just like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back out. I'm gonna go back out there. It's it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, no, and I, I like I even related that to my own experience. Like because now like I'll because like I, I I work and I I take care of my kids and I'm a good dad and like that stuff is all fun. Yeah. But kind of my driving ambition is to like be on stage or like do comedy or write something yeah. or do something to entertain people just cause that's what I love to do. That's like, that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm thinking when I'm doing all of this other yeah. stuff, that's what I'm thinking about. Right. It's like the next story I'm going to write or the next sketch or whatever. Yeah. And I was th- yeah. I was like, yeah, in a tribal society like that, like where would my mind be? Would it be on hunting all of the time or would it be on like, in you know, entertaining the, tribal- the campfire and you're like, making bear jokes right yeah <laughs> no exactly though yeah exactly that's and it's it's yeah it's and hopefully just, that would have its place you know, what if you were just like a really funny native american you know? <laughs> <laughs> well and, and yeah i mean and storytelling i mean humanity is storytelling. storytelling that's 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 what has made humanity is you know is our is our storytelling yeah. um which right. i, I kind of right. think is where all the like entertainment and all this kind of stuff stems from is the fact that you know, modern humans are built on society, civilization, all of that is built on storytelling, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't know, because, because also, like, 
while I'm doing other stuff, while I'm working and like, you know, I always feel this compulsion of like, I should spend more time writing or I should spend more. Like there's this other thing that doesn't pay the bills and it's not like there's always this other thing I want to be doing and I should be doing. And it's like, it's hard to like have a moment of true relaxation because I'm either working or I'm like, or I'm taking care of my kids, spending time with my kids. I love that. And then like, but other than that, it's hard to just like sit down and relax and do nothing because in my head, I'm always like, well, now, now that I have some time, I should be writing or I should be like doing this other thing. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. I'm not going anywhere with that. I'm just saying, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. You're kind of like a battle with yourself. Like, do I just take a minute and just chill or do I go work on the B side of my life? Like right. what <laughs> I would really like to be the A side. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but is there, <laughs> what is there, before we get into headcanons or anything, was there anything else about this movie you wanted to touch on? Any, I, I mean, there's, it's a, it's a simple movie. Yeah. But, but there are so, like, not a lot of things happened, but everything that happens is fucking cool as shit. <laughs> like, it's so, yeah. you know, and the, and the way they weave, like, character development and the character arc with all of these cool action set pieces it's just it's just a great yeah. little movie it's such a fun little movie you know yeah and uh, yeah i like that that yeah there's the predator and then there's the, the native americans and you don't really see you don't see the predator much and you for sure don't see the white people very much in the beginning yeah. but if they're alluded to you yeah. know like like the bear trap yeah and then when she goes to the field and all the skinned buffalo are there. Yeah, yeah. And something I found interesting was she, of course, says a prayer over the buffalo. She puts, like, a plant of some sort, like, on its head, Yeah. says something, and goes off. Oh, and she also notices, like, this rolled-up cigar. Yeah. It's like, what is that, you know, drops it, and then she walks off. And then later, I thought it was interesting, the predator comes in the same field and sees that stuff, notices what she put on its head, and then I, I could almost like read its thoughts because I was like, it knows that she was here and that's that's where she put. And then it picks up the cigar. And I and I for some reason I had this thought that the predator was like, this is not hers. This is a separate thing. Right. Some other people did this. You know, it's almost like he, he was like a, a detective. You know? Yeah. Well, there's that. And I think there's a parallel to be drawn between the predator and the French Right. Because they think one of the taglines of the movie was like, uh, they they hunt to live. It lives to hunt or something. Right. Because it just kills it kills stuff for no reason. I mean, it has its own like reasons for wanting to be top of the, you know, the predators have their own code. But at the end of the day, they're not killing for food or resources or they're just killing to kill. Right. And. And I think there's, you know, this, you know, history and this movie kind of shows that, you know, indigenous people, not only Native Americans, but around the world tribally before we started living in civilization, kind of like you would use every part of the animal. It was it wasn't wasteful. It wasn't superfluous. It was. It was living in balance, right? You would like if you you needed food, you needed clothing, whatever you'd kill an animal, you'd be thankful for it and you'd use the whole thing. You wouldn't waste it. Right. Whereas you have the predator 
killing things just to kill things. And then you also have the French, just the, you know, the, the, the white people coming in and slaughtering Buffalo by the dozens, hundreds, thousands, just to take their skin and leave the rest to rot. And, 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 you know, and one way of doing it is sustainable and there will always be Buffalo. And the other way to do it is you quickly exhaust your supply of Buffalo and now there are no more Buffalo. <laughs> like you right. skin them all. They're all just gone now. Um, just gone. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I do think there are parallels to be drawn between the, yeah. Pre- the like, yeah, the, the, the predator and the French, the French. white people, yeah. Yeah. our modern the way. Predator of, skinning things, the predator skinning like the snake. The snake. Yeah. I will give the, the French trappers some credit. I read somewhere that, they actually didn't do that. The French trappers did, um, they took the, the skins, of course. I'm sure they did horrific stuff. Right. But what they didn't do was they didn't waste the meat on the animals well. They they used it, they dried it up, and they, they carted that off to sell as well. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, is there anything uh, anything else you want to chat about before we before we jump into headcanons? I don't think so. No? I think well, that was about I, it for me. Just because... I'm going to go ahead and turn this episode right around. I'm going to put it out next week. Yeah. yeah. Normal. Normally, our episodes run like two months behind. So, like when I release an episode, we usually recorded it about two months or so ago. But I'm, I want to go ahead and turn this one out next week. Just it's a new to, movie. Yeah. Praise. Yeah. yeah Praise just came out. Everybody's kind of watching it. But because because of that, I can go ahead and do this now rather than doing it while I'm editing the episode. Yeah. So next week we're going to cover 1999's Stigmata. So make sure to cover, uh, watch Stigmata before next week. And as always, you can follow us on social media on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Headcanon, on Instagram at Headcanon Pod, on Twitter at Horror Movie Pod, and you can always follow the subreddit r slash Horror Movie Pod. There we go. Right in the episode. I won't even have to edit it in. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Usually I do that part later. Yeah, uh, no. I like that the last time you did it, you're like, no one's on the Reddit or movie pod. <laughs> no. I still, yeah, I don't think I've had one response. I still do it. I just, just because. Um, Sometimes I'll I'll be on Reddit and it'll pop up and I'll, I'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> What's, I That's mean, me. If you get one like, it's me. <laughs> yeah. I've, no, I've noticed that. Yeah. Okay. But it's, but it's, you know, as I'm copying, because usually I do everything at once. I'll just like create something in Instagram and copy paste it to Facebook, copy paste it to Twitter sure. and then just copy paste it into Reddit. And it's like, you know, it's not a problem just to do it all at once. So no, and then you got, yeah. And there's like a whole library of things in it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So cool. Well, do you want to go with your head cannon or I can give mine? Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I just thought of this, but, uh, it would have been funny to, if one, if one of, if one of the warriors was, the hibachi chef from, from the birthday. <laughs> nice. It's just like disinterested in everything. And <laughs> right. It's like a nihilistic view of like, of, of the hunt and stuff. <laughs> right. The, yeah. The predator comes up to it and it just like, just like flicks a cigarette in the predator's face. <laughs> yeah. And then just, and like it kind of blinds him a moment and then the guy stabs it and kills it. Right. It's like a little early in the movie too. <laughs> but then he just like leans against the tree. Yeah. He cuts the head off and then lights it up 
and as it's burning, he just leans against the tree and watches it, <laughs> watches it uh, volcano up. Yeah. Oh man. I, I yeah. I want to see what I want more with this uh, nihilistic hibachi chef character. I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, my my head cannon. This came to me like as I was wa- like in the middle of watching the movie. I was like, oh, this because usually I'll I'll try to I'll have to like try to come up with head cannons afterwards. But this one popped in my head as I was watching it. But I imagine the predator like coming down here, like killing, you know, fighting bear and and wolves and humans, and like so it like slaughters all this stuff, establishes itself as the apex predator, and it like you know it slaughters a human and lays the human out, and then it lays on top of the human and gets a picture taken with this human, right? And then yeah. the, and then the predator gets back on the spaceship and it goes back to its home world where it runs a chain of sandwich shops. So then the predator goes back to work and it's just running a bunch of sandwich shops. You know, it has a bunch of employees like slicing bread open, putting all kinds of stuff in. And it's uh so yeah, the, the predator is like basically the Jimmy John of its world, you know, where it just yeah. comes here to hunt for sport and then goes back to its job as like, you know, CEO of a sandwich company. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, interesting story about that. I guess uh, Stan Winston, famous special effects guy, Stan Winston, designed the Predator, right? And like I, the I, original one? Yeah, yeah, or back in 86 or whatever it was. But I guess uh, as he was coming up with the drawings and stuff, he was working on Aliens with James Cameron. And I guess James Cameron was like, oh, what are you working on? You know what would be cool? I've always wanted to see something with mandibles, you know, like, like insect mandibles and just like mention it. And so Stan Winston worked that into the design and, and that became the predator that we, we know today with like the, you know, yeah, um, that, that like jaw that we are. Yeah. Ooh. And yeah. that was a cool scene in, in, in prey where she grabs one of those things and stabs him with it. Yeah. Tears it off and stabs him. Yeah. Oh, and then the wolf got its come up in as a skull. Oh yeah, doesn't when, the brother stab him with that same skull? Stabs him with the wolf skull. That yeah, cool. that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm gonna get off here. We uh, I've got to make dinner for my family, and then we're gonna sure. watch the uh, the new I Am Groot uh, show that just dropped. Oh, on that's Disney gonna be Plus. hilarious. So, that, yeah. That's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got to. Rec- I'll, I'll definitely watch that with the kids. Um, on Hulu is nope Prime Video. Okay is 13 lives okay i'm not familiar remember like back in like 2009 or 10 that the um the thai soccer team went down in the cave with their coach and it flooded yeah they made a really good movie about that oh really that 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 story captured my imagination like daily as it was happening yeah that that whole thing was wild yeah and they made they made a good movie about it it's it's really good and yeah it's it's fantastic Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. Do you that. remember how they got the kids out? <sighs> no, I don't. I, they yeah. to, they, these guys, man, they talk about like people working all, all from all over the world. These these Brits came in, man, and and they knew a diver doctor, and they got the diver doctor down there, and he administered, like, anesthetic. Oh, no, no. Is that right? Anesthesia. Excuse uh-huh. me. To all the boys, and they, they brought... They, they, Treated them like packages. Oh, really? That's wild. So they're underwater in these. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's crazy. It, it's crazy. Yeah, it was a good movie. Okay. Not yeah. That sounds wild. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Nice. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, uh, Brent, <laughs> and our, our no guest this week. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Head Cannon. <laughs> <laughs>